Welcome to Real Life with Bang DiBiase. It's your boy Bang DiBiase. And today's topic, masculinity. Toxic versus true. Today we're going to figure out, and we're going to talk about uh, how the world views masculinity and manhood and how the new generation and what the traditions are of uh, masculinity and manhood. So join me today. And we'll get this thing going. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Real Life with Bang DiBiase. It's your boy Bang DiBiase. And today's subject, today we're going to be talking about what is manhood? What is masculinity? What is the view of masculinity in today's society? And what was it in the past and how how will it affect our future as men in America and all over the world, for that matter? Um, you know, today's society, um, there seems to be a stigma on what a man is, what a man should be. And um, there seems to be an all out assault on being a man. Um, I, I remember growing up, there was always, when we saw men, a man was a man. A man was brave. He was, he had courage. He stood up for what was right. He raised his children. Um, he did everything he needed to do. Worked hard. Uh, put himself in danger to protect the ones he loved and his family and his friends. Um, there was always that standard. You could always look up to that man. Um, and and that, and in my situation, I didn't even grow up with a dad in my home, um, but I always was blessed to have uh, men step in in proxy uh, to, to raise me, you know, to raise me as their own. Uh, from clergy to sports coaches, just to men around the neighborhood that were always there for me. I could always ask questions, who will always guide me in the right direction and tell me, what I should do as a man, what I shouldn't do as a man. Um, and those interactions affected me greatly growing up. Uh, but now looking at today's generation and what's going on today, it's really hard, especially when you look at the opinions of women, um, dating age women and adult women, uh, women in their mid to late 20s and 30s and beyond, it's hard to find a real man. And I used to always wonder why they would always say that. Cause I would say, well, well, sheesh, I'm a good man. I'm, I can, I can be good for any woman and I do what I'm supposed to do. I know what a man is, but I may be, even though I'm not perfect, one out of a hundred thousand, one out of a thousand. Um, because when you look when you look around and you look at the examples of a man in their twenties and thirties, it's really slim pickings. Uh, the pickings are, have gotten so slim that women are choosing not to date and men who want to date really aren't prepared to date at all. Uh, because they've, there's this weird thing going on where men are ceasing to have those manly qualities like I said the courage um, 
being a stand-up guy, um, being a protector, uh, working to, to take care of his family and his home, um, doing those things that a man traditionally would do. Um, and now it's more going toward uh, the negative side of what manliness can be or is supposed to be, which I personally don't consider manliness, which really basically comes down to sleeping around with a lot of women, uh, being, um, being kind of childish, um, and having a lot of children out of where a lot and leaving those children without fathers and pregnant women all over the place. Um, not using protection when they have uh, sexual intercourse with, uh, with these women. Um, and it's, it is getting outrageous. Um, but what we need to find out and look at is the root. Why are these uh, young men doing this? Why are these old men reverting back to their childhood and becoming immature? And why is it that the world seems to be attacking men in every every way possible. Um, now, if you look at television right now, um, we have a huge growth, um, especially with the Me Too movement, where we're having these 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 men. And I'm not saying manly men, or I'm not saying that they're a the perfect example of men um, that are being attacked uh, for things they've done in the past which I don't condone sexual assault at all. Um, but this was a buildup for what's been happening for the last 15, 20, 30 years. Um, because we have a lot of women who live their lives without men in their lives, period, outside of like their dating lives. Most children grow up even more when I was growing up, uh, grow without fathers in the home. Um, without having father figures and the father figures that they do have or the, the men that they do have in their lives are, are not really the best examples of what being a true man is. Uh, they sway more on the side of toxic masculinity, which is a new term, um, a new term that's being used, um, is trending right now to describe how manhood is, a, or manliness is a mental disorder. Now, I have no idea where they got that from um, because without men, real men, or men that were stand-up guys, and it doesn't matter if you're, to me, if you're a homosexual or, you know, you're an effeminate man, um, it really doesn't matter to me because a man, because a man is a man. If you have those man qualities, and you and you were born you were born a male, you still have those qualities. Um, but some men, they don't have those qualities, and a lot of people believe that it may be because the fathers weren't at home. And I think is, I think it's a sad day where a man can't see a young man growing up struggling and take him up and not take him under his wing. And explain him the ropes of what it's like to be a man. Because really what a man is supposed to do. A man is supposed to live his life in service for those he loves. Um, whether it be a man in the military. Uh, a man that works two, three jobs. Or 
works really hard physical labor um, to provide for his family, uh, whether you're a police officer, a fireman, um, whether you work at McDonald's and then at night you work at Walmart and then after that you got a part-time job slinging papers. That Those are things that a man is supposed to do. That's what we were raised to do. Um, that's a, it's, it's a, it's something that's ingrained in us. It's an innate ability. We, we put others before ourselves. Um, so it, it's, it's strange to me why all of a sudden there's this movement to make it seem like being a man, being a stand up guy is wrong. And like I said, this is just my opinion, but I think it's, I think it's really strange. Um, because I know there's a, I know there's a really big growth in feminism and I don't have nothing against anything against feminists. I think women deserve the rights, but I also understand that there's a segment of feminism that wants to wipe men off the map in every, every way. They don't want men in control of anything. They don't want men to have a say so over anything because anytime a man puts his two cents into it, they feel like it's an attack against women to degrade women and bring women down on their knees. Um, and I know that there may be some guys out there like that, but I also believe that overall, that, that overall, that most men, they want to work, pay the bills, take care of their families, raise their children. And they want to, they, they just, they just want to live their life in peace. It has nothing to do with, um, making women subservient. Um, because little do you know, you can't make a woman subservient outside of abuse and beating them down. And I, first off, I don't get down like that. I was raised by a strong black woman and all my sisters are strong black women. And if they were ever to find out that I put my hands on a woman, they would fly from back home in Detroit all the way here to Louisiana and put hands on me. As you saw on, as I told you guys uh, briefly on the first podcast, my mother was a strong woman. She did everything she could. She taught us right. And I just don't understand. I just don't understand or it's puzzling to me because I do understand why. I do understand that when you separate, separate a young boy from a father figure and he grows up without a father figure to teach him responsibility to teach him courage, to teach him to be honest and truthful, to teach him to stand for what's right, to teach him, um, to teach him justice, you know, then you end up with these men or these boys in men's, in men's clothing that it's okay for you to whine and complain about everything. Or it's okay for you to treat women in a way that's disrespectful. Or it's okay for you to sleep around with a lot of women and not remember their names or, you know, not call them the next day or, you know, just be completely disrespectful to women in general. Um, and I, I, it's, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Um, but... Look, this is what manhood is. Like, 
traditional manhood, you can look at people like John Wayne and, and James Dean and and uh my my personal favorite, probably the most manly guy in a movie that's out today, which is Denzel Washington. Um, like if you look at movies like The Equalizer and Man on Fire, you know, those movies, he was a stern man. He had a heart. But it, the responsibility was important. So he was guided by the heart, but wrapped in responsibility. And that's the thing that's missing. So when you miss out or when you don't do things like that, when you don't, when you don't look at the world and say, where's my place? Where can I fit in? Where can I, where can I make an effect in other people's lives in my life? then you're really not looking at a man. You're not looking at a man. You may be looking at a half-grown man. You may be looking at a child um, because a man knows and learns and looks for that knowledge on how he can become a better person or how he can guide the next generation or how he can take better care of his family, uh, treat his woman better or be honest with his woman. Or if you're a single guy, um, a, a manly man would be the type of man that has a focus and a vision and doesn't let anything deter him from reaching that place. So at, at that point, that, that goes for being, for being dealing with the women that you date or your job, you know, or your friends. A man knows those things. But today, it seems like the world wants to take away those characteristics of a man and make men soft and pliable like clay. They want to take men and they want to add sugar to the mix. You know, they want, they want men to be loving and caring first, which is, which is fine because I'm me myself. I'm a loving and caring person. But I also think logically about the world. I don't just I don't just do things because because I love. Because believe me, I have a girlfriend. My girlfriend loves she loves the attention. You know, but sometimes when I when I'm busy or like like when I'm doing my podcast or I'm working on my working on my company, building my company, I have to say, babe, I need some time. I'm taking care of business right now. I'll come to you later, but let me be a man and let me do what I need to do for our family so we can grow because that's my first responsibility. My first responsibility is to make sure that there's a roof, there's food, there's clothes, that my house is protected, you know, and in today's society, they don't, they don't, they want you to be, they want you to be so emotional. They want you to cry about everything. Really, honestly, most men I know, most men cry. You know, but you know when we cry, we cry when we're by ourselves. We cry because we know that when the world sees you, when they see you cry, they do take it as a form of weakness. And it may be sad, but that's what it is. Just what it is. It's, it may be a double standard because women cry all the time, all over TV. Every time you see a TV show, within five, ten minutes of the show, there's going to be a woman crying. That's fine. 
because because women are traditionally and genetically they're they're just they're more emotional creatures. They're that's why they're better nurturers than we are. We weren't made to nurture. We we're made to protect. We we're made to make sure that things get done. And the women come by and nurture and teach and teach the subtleties of being human to a child. You know, so since we're in a situation where fathers aren't in a home, I, have, I make a podcast like this to explain. And so guys will understand what manhood really is and what it's not. You know, because I don't have to cry to show my woman that I'm, I'm caring. But when those bills get paid or when I pop up with a surprise for her, I pop up with roses or flowers or I say, babe, let's go on a picnic or or when she's still sleeping in the bed when I'm up at 6 a.m. and I kiss her on the cheek and tell her in her ear I love her while she's still in bed. That's me. You know, that's me showing her my softer side. But now it's time for me to get to business. Because today I have to do what it takes and do what I have to do to make sure that things get taken care of. You know, and I and, and I, I I think it's sad that we're trying to that the world is trying to tear down what manhood is and what get and what got America to the place it, it is now, especially structurally, um when you talk about businesses and you talk about hospitals and dot coms and factories and roadways and electrical and hard work in general, construction jobs, pipe fitting. Um, if you live in the South working offshore, those things like that, they want those men to be hardy and strong. Like we, when it comes to workplace deaths, we're the, we get killed the most in workplace deaths because we choose harder jobs. Because that's our, because that's our job. We we put our life on the line to make sure that we go get that money, get that bacon, bring it home, feed the family. You know, um, most suicides in this country are for men when the stress is too hard. You know, when you, especially when you're dealing with alcoholism and drug abuse and things like that, it increases the chance of a man committing suicide. You know, and they also make it seem like men are sexual predators. You know, that we victimize our whole existence is to victimize women. Well, in actuality, that's not true. That's not true. Because in this country, statistics say that more men are sexually assaulted yearly than women are. But no one ever talks about that. Ever. You know, I think it was somewhere between 70 and 90,000 men who who are sexually assaulted in this country a year. You know, but the stigma is if a woman sexually assaults a man, that the man likes it. But that's not always the case. We know if you sexually assault a woman, it's not a good thing. And we know that the world, the government, the law is going to throw the book at you, which is which is right. 
because women should be protected. But also at the same time, we shouldn't discriminate against men and try to tear men down for what they are because what you do is you lose the base of protection from under under the country, under under the household. And look now, households are households. Women have to work more. They have to work harder. Excuse me. They have to do more. They have to do the mom's job, and in some parts, best they can, the man's job. Because men have been punked down so much that men say, "Screw it, I'm gonna go off and do my thing." Because because we're now this factory is building non-masculine men. You know, men with no no sense of service. And that's a bad thing. That's never a good thing. That's never a good thing. Because if you if you start to break down, if you start to break down the pillars up under the bridge, eventually the bridge is gonna crumble and fall. And if, if we start keep tearing down men, because remember, there's always another generation coming up. And if we continue to tear down men, then what we have left? Who's going to go to the front lines in the event of an invasion? Who's going to go to war? Who's going to go to war for the family? Who's going to go to war for their children? Because the women shouldn't have to do everything but also at the same time, there should be a point, even when the woman is, which I feel is perfectly fine. When the woman talks so much to the point that she's tired of talking, she should be able to turn around to her man and say, babe, I done said all I can say. I need you to step in and I should just step in. Cause when a real man speaks, and when he has to speak, Remember, it should be all hell to pay. Because when my woman gets tired of talking and she calls me, I'm not talking. I'm getting down to the nitty gritty. I'm getting ready for the fight. Why? Because I'm a man. And I'm going to protect mine. And I'm going to respect others. And I'm going to protect my community. And I'm going to raise my children. And I'm going to teach my son how to be a man. And not to be washed away. Like the sand on the beach with every wave that hits up against it. Stand up for real men, people. Thanks for listening to Real Talk. This is Bang DiBiase. Catch me here on Anchor. And also, you can also catch my, my podcast on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Shouts to Anchor and Apple. And I will see you guys next Wednesday. Thanks for stopping in.